0: This episode of Speakers of Piedlin is made possible by our generous patrons. Special thanks to our supreme and master speakers Omega Cat Comet, Erisu Yamakawa, Circuit Barracuda, Remy Asalia, Arcadia Lunashine, Alex Franco AV, Casey Schaefer, Azuta Starbreeze, Cletus Oreo, Nina Grimstarter, Nat Clay, Lily Black, AJ Brainswordson, Bob Cece, Mikta Rappentow, Faris Gentoru, Saba Chakwatol, Edwin, Umbral Wind, Quick Leaven, Winebow Brood, Pamela Isley, Camille Grineau, Face on Masher, Elenriel Maximus, Code Red No, Mira Miri, Bay Barbele, Suno Chicano, Celesto No Trell, Lazy Boy, A Bag of Dragonite, Luke Osborne, Pandaloo Storm Arrow, Tex, and Yowie Wowie. Support the show and become a patron today at patreon.com/slash speakersxiv. Thank you. This is Speaker Supply. Good evening, Eorzeans. Welcome to Speakers of Heidland, episode 255. I'm L'Keel Bravestone, and I'm joined, hopefully today, by Georgi Whiston and Rollo Des. Hello. Hello, 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 hello everyone. Um, it is uh, Saturday, July 17th, 2021, and <sighs> Final Fantasy fourteen. Is a very popular game right now. Um, mm. We were we there when
1: it sucked.
0: <laughs> this show was there when this game almost fell apart again in the Heavensward <laughs> drought. So it's, uh, yeah, uh, it's weird seeing this. We'll talk about that today. Uh, we'll also talk about the Endwalker website, which has been updated with a lot of new information. Uh, so, of course, we need to take a gander at that. And, of course, if there is time, we will try to make time for MogMail. Uh, Remember to send us MogMail at speakersxiv.com slash MogMail. Um, That is it. Uh, We have some channel updates before we move on. Uh, Surprise! Minimum Eye Level returns next week. uh, And we need your help. Because we are getting a new Wheel of Doom. uh, And we need uh, suggestions for what to put on it. So, for those that don't know, the Wheel of Doom uh, is uh, a wheel full of uh, modifiers. We spin the wheel at the end of every post-show. Uh, sorry, was it end of, end of the main mm. show? No, I think
2: no we yeah, the main... the post... it, was the, it was the end of the main show. Oh, I think yeah. we should do it
0: on the post-show, because it doesn't make any sense for the viewers that watch on YouTube. I agree. So well, I think... it,
1: it, in, it entices them to
0: come, like, Ooh. Well, We'll and figure, we'll figure it out something the, out. that out. We'll
2: be uploaded... <laughs> Quite a bit
0: later. Regardless of when we do it, uh, there will be a wheel. We will spin it and it will decide uh, what modifier we will be doing the dungeon under. Uh, there is a link. Oh, I don't have the link. Can you guys put... Po- I posted the link in the speaker's chat. Can one of you just post it yeah. in the chat real quick? Um, <laughs>
1: um,
0: there's a form that you can just you can just put in whatever modifier you think would be interesting for minimum my level. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll uh, see what we have on the wheel on Sunday. Uh, we will be doing the dungeons that remain. So that means <sighs> I think we only did patch five point one, right? Or f- right? We did the uh, Anadur dungeon, the first one, and the oh god, it's so long ago. Well,
2: I the think Anadir is five point two.
0: No, the first one, the first Anidur one. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking about Amarot, not Anadir. Uh Amarot. We did Amarot.
2: We. I think we did everything
1: up in. Solve the original uh, Expert Dungeons mm-hmm. of Shadowbringers. Yeah, yeah.
2: We definitely did um, the Grand Cosmos. Really?
0: Yes. Yeah. That Hallucination. Is, that is definitely one of the last ones we but did. But I also
2: feel like we did Anamnesis, Anada, but uh, that one I'm less sure about. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, no what? video evidence of it, so
0: what's... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, there's uh, If you're watching on demand, link is in the description for that. So uh, we'll see how that goes. So that means minimum My Level is taking over some of the Saturdays, sorry, Sunday slots. Uh, it might still, uh, so Sunday Funday isn't technically dead. It, it'll just maybe alternate. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, that also means YouTube releases for on My Level as well. So that is exciting. If you haven't watched Minimum My Level, this is probably the time to catch up. That's on our YouTube channel. As there's a whole playlist. It's very fun. Yeah. So make sure you go watch that. Go watch the-
1: Hallbreaker Isle. That's a f- really funny one. That's a
0: good one. And also, let's not forget, Never Reap. Uh, All right. Uh, Let's jump into... uh, What do we call that? When there's uh, recent events. That's what we call it. Let's go into that. Okay. So, patch 5.58 is coming up. So, an all worlds maintenance will occur on July 19th, uh, 6 p.m. Um... PDT and lasts until three AM PDT. Um, This affects all worlds, so this is a big, big. This is a long maintenance.
2: It's a nine-hour, yeah, nine-hour maintenance.
0: Yeah. Um. What What do we know about this patch? Nothing. Right. This was the patch we thought was going to be the world visit. Sorry, the data center visit. Yeah. yes
2: because that was leaked mm-hmm. in that fake in that incorrect steam update
0: yeah and i am a bit puzzled by a nine hour maintenance with no further explanation uh, and then knowing mm-hmm. that this was the intended patch for world sorry data center mm-hmm. visit could we still get it in this patch
1: maybe it's just some groundwork for it maybe. yeah yeah it might be some infrastructure <laughs> that's what i feel stuff. like
0: yeah um, that is uh, essentially all we have about that, um, um, update or sorry, the maintenance, uh, July 19th, that's Tuesday, right? Yeah. Um, no, that's, that's Monday. Uh, mm-hmm. so interesting. Okay. Um, so get ready for that, but also get ready for on July. Oh, well, that's important to note. July 19th is also the start of the make it rain campaign
1: it's been so long
0: ah it's time again to return to the gold saucer well who isn't in the gold saucer at least once a day when you're playing uh but uh, you can go back now and get what's the buff 30 percent isn't that a permanent buff on all games i think 30 percent or something yeah Uh, On all
1: sources of MGP. So that includes challenge logs, too. That is
0: true, yeah. Um, So it'll start on July 19th and last until August the 11th. Um, One of the... Well, the only reward that we've been shown so far is the Vexed emote and some MGP vouchers, I think. That's it. But Mm. um, there's an emote called Vexed, which... You're vexed.
1: Uh, <laughs> i guess i guess make it rain is just the event where you get like a normal emote with like a little bubble over your head, yeah yeah which <laughs> i think it's fine i think it's cute
0: yeah 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 um
2: i hope that this one is part of like a miss a detective mystery like the first ever make it rainy mm, oh yeah we got. yeah yeah it's yeah. been such a long time since we had that
0: yes um yeah, so you can earn up uh earn a lot of mgp so make sure you I mean, make sure your FC is using the buff as well for maximum profits. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, Mm -hmm. If you were
2: planning on doing fashion report, remember to do it after the event starts, because you have a chance to do it before weekly reset.
0: True, Mm -hmm. true. Uh, Okay, Um, let's uh, move on. The Endwalker website has been updated. Um, I forgot that there even was a website uh, for Endwalker. (laughs) (laughs) Endwalker. Uh, Does that say anywhere when it's updated, or do you just have to manually check it?
1: I think you have to check. It doesn't have, like, a a new thing like it does on the patch note pages. Right.
0: right. I Um, believe
2: all of these things are new, though.
0: Yeah. Um, Maybe
2: not the story part. We got the job icon stuff, too, and the job lore.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's uh, let's switch to our uh, view here. Um, Let's see here. We have it here um live broadcasting there's nothing quite like it here we go uh right so uh this is the endwalker website um mm-hmm. new story uh endwalker brings the tale uh i don't know if i don't think we've ever been on this on the podcast actually uh, no, I don't believe so. Endwalker brings the tale of Hydalin and Sodiarc to a conclusion eons in the making. To unravel its mysteries and conquer its challenges will be no common feat. May these records of key figures, looming adversaries, and lands yet untraveled serve you well. I uh, got a shot of... Look oh, at, yeah. What?
2: Look at the pores in his face.
0: Love a good pore. Um, wow, he's so real. Yeah. Um, yet shadowed by their triumph in the first, the warrior of light and scions of the seventh dawn are home at last. An ever greater calamity than refulgent oblivion uh, has been building... What? An even greater calamity than refulgent oblivion has been building in their absence. However, a second advent of the final days... I read that wrong. Should all despair? <laughs> <laughs> should all despair? The myriad conflicts that now ravage the land cannot birth for but for token an end to life in the source. Take heart in the faith of those who walk beside you, and journey ever higher to the very stars above. And did
2: you like that, Oriange? Clearly wrote this.
0: Yeah, that's fucked up.
2: He's, uh, he's going to be the narrator
1: for
0: yeah. the
2: expansion. It's confirmed.
0: Well, here's the, this was, okay, so here's the full map, um, and, um, some locations. So we have Old Charlian. ensconed in a lonely northern archipelago. Ensconed. Ensconed. And ever blessed by- Ensconced. Oh, sorry, ensconced. Ensconced. (laughs) who wrote all these sconed. foreigners can't <laughs> read this fucking shit
2: old and has become sconed it is i, have, sconed I love a
0: good scone uh or scone you can say right. that too you can say scone You can sconce. uh okay uh, anyways en- and <laughs> and i almost said it again ensconced ensconced there you go en- you got it yeah. fucked up why is there a play button
2: Oh, it'll play the it'll play the old oh. all the
0: trailers for the zones. Oh, I see. Uh, ensconced in a lonely northern archipelago, and ever blessed by a wi- the wise auspices of Thaliac, the gleaming white edifices of this city stand at the center of Charlian society. First among many dedicated to the pursuit of knowledge and scientific advancement is the Studium, the world's most prestigious place of learning. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> oh there's more pictures <laughs> sorry uh <laughs> here you go there's some pictures for you oh wow. Jen, spoilers <laughs> uh, Just goes on to the next thing labyrinthos <laughs> deep below the streets of old charlion lies a vast subterranean environment created as a repository for tomes and treat- treatises on every subject imaginable, gathered from all corners of the world. To protect the priceless and irreplaceable, the climate of labyrinthos is etherically regulated. So that... Sorry, treats. Treaties. Treat...
2: Treatises you know, or treaties. Jurgi,
0: we have entered an era where we don't have to pronounce anything correctly anymore. Thanks to no, a certain someone, that. I will now <laughs> no longer care. I will just read it as I see it the first time. Who is this <laughs> certain someone? <clears throat> starts with an A. Starts with an A. I'll leave that riddle for oh, you, okay. <laughs> Your slaughter.
2: There were more pictures. Uh,
0: okay. Um, yep, yeah, here we go. Uh,
2: Apparently this is the first time it's been confirmed that this is underground, but I thought we already knew that. No, we
0: knew it was underground, but it's the first time we know yeah. uh, that it's below the streets of Old Charlien. Like it's Because there was a, l- a little bit of doubt whether or not this was actually on Hydaelyn. But Mm -hmm. here we go. That doubt is washed away. Yeah. All right. Garlemald. Despite being situated on the frozen plains of northern Ilsebard, the Imperial capital overcame the natural disadvantages of its location and many a further obstacle facing the and many a further obstacle facing the Empire with the power of Magitech. The rise of this burgeoning industry spurred rapid urban development in recent decades until the sprawling metropolis was brought to its knees by civil war. Now, the once proud jewel of the empire is a sea of desolation. Mm. Oh,
1: imagine being a Garlyan urban planner, (laughs) living the life.
0: (laughs) Oh, sad. This
2: city is going to seem small.
0: Yes, yes, it's going to look, Yeah.
2: Well, will have the big
1: tower that's conveniently taking up a lot of space. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That wasn't always there.
0: No, that's true. Uh, Thavnir. In the bounty's southeastern waters lies the Isle of Thavnir, where tropical coastline soon gives way to dense rainforests. Through the intense heat and sweltering humidity remain... Huh? Though the intense heat and sweltering humidity remain much the same. The region is known as Rich... As a rich source of the magically infused, st- why can't I read today, infused stone giant's gall and the distinctive violet glow from its rocky outcrops lingers in the memories of visitors long after they depart its shores. So there's that confirmed. Uh, I mean, we already kind of knew it was confirmed, but there you go. That's where mm. the giant's gall weapons are from. Um, Wait, there's only
2: one picture of, I don't know, that one, second, no, that's second. No. That's still Thabner. Yeah.
0: Wait, The would, second one. Why wouldn't they be? This? I thought that was Razzat Hands. But Razzat Hands. In Thavnir? In Thavnir.
2: Yeah, but that's a different zone still. It's like how Yulemore oh, is a different zone oh, from.
0: Oh, right. It is. Yes, I hmm. see. Yeah. Well, this must be some. That surprises or something me. In, in there. Why?
2: Because it looks very, like, internal. I thought it was, like. There
0: are The settlements same way that Yulemore is a
2: separate zone from Yeah. Uh,
0: Uh, oh, right. Wait, what? Well, Radzid is separate <laughs> from Thavnair.
2: Yeah, I know, but I just thought that this was part of Radzid I
0: see. I see. All right. Um, cool. All right. Then there's Radzid Han. The bustling city on the near eastern isle of Thavnair is renowned, renowned <coughs> as a prosperous trading hub and the birthplace of alchemy. Over the course of its storied history, it has produced countless influential figures and in, uh, ingenious creations that have since made their ways to distant shores. Perched atop a massive pillar of rock, its ornate buildings boast vibrant hues rivaled only by those of its locally produced textiles.
2: That's a lot of flamingos. <sighs> Imagine being
0: attacked by a flamingo. Well, oh, that was that.
2: Imagine uh, being attacked by a flamingo. Yeah, they'll be like flamingo enemies, like outside of the near. Well, there are already uh, flamingos it's... in, um, uh, what's it called? In the Ractica Greatwood, but they use vulture models. Oh, I right. don't yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a real-ass flamingo to just massacre me. They also... I want flamingos to use the same models as Gaganas.
0: Mm. Uh, scrolling down, we obviously get to the moon part. Mare, Mare Lament- Lamentorum. Uh, Though its name may conjure images of the briny deep, this region of the moon is awash with naught but arid basalt. Basalt? Basalt? Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Um, It is is far from devoid of interest, however, as the origin and purpose of the apparently artificial structures spotted on its surface have yet to be ascertained. Mm. New tribes... Can you click on the moon picture? No.
2: No, okay. Only one picture. No. Yeah. Yeah, it just has the video.
0: Then it shows us the two tribes. the are uh, the Arcasodara Ar-ka-soda- the
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and the L- Loperets. Um, so the Arcas, the Ar- oh, I need to get this down. Arcasodara. <laughs> remember when I remember when Stormblood came out, and the 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 snake people. Um, the Ananta. Yeah, the Ananta. We. Uh, said them wrong the first time, like when they were first shown, first of all, we thought they were I, I think someone said maybe it was me said that they were mermaids based on the artwork, and then we said the antara, and every oh. time <laughs> I see Ananta, my brain goes antara antara, and I have to <laughs> fight that every day, so I have to make sure I get this right the first time Arcus Adara arcadara Adara, okay,
1: get it in there, imprint oh. <sighs>
0: Like the other Matanga peoples, the Arka Sidara resemble the great, Marid, the great Marid both in appearance and brawn. They are indigenous to the Isle of Thavnir and founded the city-state of Radzat together with Aura and um uh, migrants. Their bulky frame uh, belie their deftness of hand, and their thirst for knowledge has led many to pursue mastery of the alchemic arts.
1: That's cool. I didn't know if those were the founding people.
0: They have some big fucking mm-hmm. hands. Yeah?
2: Imagine if they tickled you with that.
0: Imagine that gripping a goose. I don't think it would tickle. Neck.
2: I feel like, like it might hurt. That
0: That's around a goose's do. neck? By goose. <laughs> uh the Loparites, uh Eorcian myth tells of a curious wanderer known as naming, as a na- sorry, known as namingway, descended from an unknown people that traveled to the realm from the moon. The Loparites appear to have much in common with that being of legend though questions regarding their current whereabouts and much else besides remain unanswered.
2: I think of Tsukiyomi. Mm. He's cool.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Job icons. We have job icons. The meaty stuff. Can I just say that sage... It goes into the hole... That is, I am, mm-hmm. I am 15 years old and that's all I see. So anyways, mm. um, so there's Sage and Reaper. Um, I, f- I find it a little funny that the Scythe is down because it makes me think of like just actual, like a, a farmer Scythe, <laughs> uh, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Sage, I guess we can learn more. What What happens when I click? Okay. Nothing. Oh shit. Oh, shit.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) This is the future. Web.0. 3.0.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, Sage. The nation of Charlian is the cradle of knowledge, and the studium its foremost institution of learning, yet more so than its incomparable... I'm not in here today. You can do Incomparable either. library and formidable assemblage of archons. This prestigious academy is famed for blending traditionally distinct fields to produce revolutionary new disciplines. Among these, perhaps the most distinguished is an altruistic art which draws upon the wisdom of etherology, sorcery, and medicine. Dubbed, um, so even a real words. Soman- so you just make it up. So manutics. Som- the art seeks to heal and protect by manipulating corporeal ether through the use of nuliths, a flying array of foci. They are trying so hard to fuck <laughs> me up here. Practitioners <laughs> are dedicated to the betterment of mankind and for their wisdom and compassion, eventually came to be known simply as sages.
2: Oh, but imagine if they were called somonoticians. Imagine if that was what we called his job.
0: That would be very easy to like market. That would be, they, uh. they would sell that very easily. Yeah. Oh, little boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot. What we're <laughs> little boy.
1: Lala fell. over Lala fell. <laughs> we're just so on it today. I don't
0: I forgot. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) Right. Yes. So there he is, uh, and we've seen. Need to go back up if
2: you want to see Reaper.
0: Oh shit! Oh, I have to click it. Okay, I see. Mm. Mm, Not that futuristic, huh? I have to scroll back down. Whoa!
1: Mm. Oh my evil kitty, Rothgar, destroy condom now. (laughs) What?
0: The Garlean's forebears were once humble farmers who made their home among the sun-drenched fields of southern Ilsebard. That was it's a great law. That was until they were driven from this paradise by invaders wielding arcane magics, forced north into the frigid mountains. The survivors sought a means to tap into the reservoir of ether otherwise close otherwise close to them. A daring few found their answer within the void, binding themselves to its creatures to gain forbidden power. <laughs> 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 yeah, das ist verboten. Um Power fed by the souls of the slain. Once more, they took up their scythes, this time to reap a crimson harvest.
1: It's edgy. so edgy. Edgy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. They're, they just leaning so
2: hard. Ja, yeah,
0: ich bin eine Reaper. Ja. Yeah. <laughs> the, interest, the
2: interesting thing about this is that to be, you seemingly do not require any personal ether to become yeah. a reaper right
1: i guess this is the first job that has that right because yeah. every other job is manipulating ether in some kind of way mm-hmm. as like a as a person who's capable of doing that at least right
0: yeah
2: mm-hmm.
0: okay so here's some edgy stuff um there it is there it is um i can that's it isn't it uh let's go back this to should be a new sure. systems section oh yeah true
1: let's have the pictures of the viera too
0: yeah there yeah, they are
2: that's it that's a new system rock oh, oh sorry oh, well that was it
0: <laughs> yeah the long new systems the long-awaited uh male viera playable race is only one of many exciting additions and upgrades upgrades that will enhance your upcoming adventures male viera of tall stature and slender frame, the Vieira's physical appearance is strikingly similar to that of the Huron and Ellison, save for their distinctive long ears. Adhering to a strict code known as the Green Word, they are prohibited from contact with the outside world under threat of exile. Their society is purely matriarchal matriarchal, yes, and males of age are sel- seldom, if ever, found within the bounds of any village. They instead serve as protectors of the wood from the shadows that no evil may ever encroach on their sacred lands.
1: Oh. A sad story. About that, that's not going to be very canon when you see no. every play. <laughs> Love no. this picture, by the way. Just hanging with the boys, you know? <laughs>
2: yeah. they yeah. don't seem. At least they don't seem to be complete loners. They at least gather together to hang out in the woods yeah, just not in villages they're not allowed in those mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay they're playing well, they're... card games yeah they're playing triple triad
0: yeah uh and that is it that is the updates uh, from the um the website now um there was an interview posted and no one would know on the developer blog <laughs> of course they, they try to hide that shit uh, from us, but... Um, Your
1: number one source of dev blog, <laughs> blog posts <laughs> yeah, right here.
0: Probably <laughs> only, the only, reason, only podcast to ever read them.
2: The only reason that I found this one is because uh, Foxclone retweeted it, since this is a t- member of his own team oh, that is being interviewed.
0: I see. So, um, there's an interview with the uh, community planner, but it also says... Oh, shit. I... S- yeah. If you look at the overlay, it says mm. that the, it kind of gives the impression that the interview is with the interviewer, but the mm. interviewer is oh. Miyama from the promo <laughs> team. But it's with community planner Takeshi Kato. Okay, so ignore that. I mean, it's technically it could it's technically yeah. still correct, but it's written it's badly worded. Uh, all right. It's
2: like, it's like one of those late night shows where it's like the late night show with, blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah yeah
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes yes. All right. So, uh, backstage investigators uh, interview with community planner Takeshi Kato. Uh, to start things off, could you give us an overview of what the community team does and what's your specific role within the team? Uh, the community team is part of the Final Fantasy XIV operations team. In other words, we provide support for players so they can enjoy the game. Frequently reading through the official forums, social media blogs, and various other sources of player feedback is a major premise of our work. We I'm then so re- sorry. <laughs> we then relay our findings to the developers of producer and director Yoshida. Sorry, or and also consider factors with th- which tie into player concerns or enjoyment. Additionally, our job also entails creating and managing community events, streams, and live events, not to mention drafting and scheduling lodestone announcements, and writing patch notes. Good lord. Um, I can rely on my team to handle these everyday tasks, so I'd say my unique role, uh, roles are supervising the team and dealing with reckless demands from Project Manager M and Global Community Producer Marucci. Who's Project Manager
2: M? I was thinking that was Marucci, but then he said. Then he said box Club, and he's next.
0: Is it a joke because he is both? Reckless
1: demands? (laughs) I don't
0: quite understand, but. Okay, I guess that's a joke we just don't get. Speaking of reckless demands, the operations team is always prepared to immediately respond to critical in-game issues and bugs. The hardest part about that might be how, no matter what time or day of, of the week it is, all other tasks must be put on hold in order to prioritize these urgent matters. Um that, it sounds like a this sounds like one of the most stressful jobs. Like mm. having to post like announcement like uh, um okay, so um Mia Mia? Mia Mia? Mia Mia? Mia Mia? Mia mia. I don't know how to pronounce their name, but it's that. Yeah, you're pretty close. I don't think there's anything wrong with how you're saying it. (laughs) Thanks to the dedicated support of your group and the rest of the operations team, we all can play Final Fantasy XIV without worry. Next, please tell us about your career or how you joined the community team. I just want to, again, say, say this every time, but especially in the dev blog interviews, they respond to the answer with like support which is how you can tell this is a biased interview (laughs) this is an in-house interview also a japanese one um so kato said i joined square enix in 2006 so it's been about 15 years i've always enjoyed working face to face with customers and had been in customer service ever since i began working part-time when i was in high school It was when I was looking to challenge myself in new ways that I found a recruitment listing for a support role at Square Enix. I'd always liked games from an early age, so I applied on a whim and ended up being hired in 2006. I believe we began assembling an operations team for the Final Fantasy XIV 1.0 beta test around three years later. It was around that time that I was invited to the community team, which I joined in 2009 and have been part of since. Ooh, he's been here since that. Ooh, that's a long...
2: 2009, yeah. the game didn't even come out until 2010.
0: Well, I guess they needed to have one. It's funny though, because mm-hmm. his job wasn't very. There wasn't a lot of community management in 1.0. <laughs> <laughs> um, he did his he
2: best. The...
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: I want to know what he was doing for the first three years. Tell me that.
0: Mm, yes.
2: Um, probably make like customer support mm. and stuff. So that's what it sounds like.
0: Yeah. Uh, so uh, I realized again that you're one of the founding members who were around for 1.0. Next, I'd like to, okay, so not, but again, let's not talk about that. Moving on. <laughs> Next, <laughs> I'd like to ask about the Digital Fan Festival 2021 held in May. You were in charge of everything behind the scenes, and I'm sure... Everything? It was... Oh, yeah, that's a, bit... <laughs> that's a lot. Was he really? Is is, is uh, Kato the, the one behind the entire thing? Um, Everything behind the scenes, and I'm sure it was a daunting task to organize our first-ever digital event. Oh, no. Were there any specific areas that you found particularly challenging? I already see the name. I see the name. Reset the clock! Uh, The hardest (laughs) part was taking COVID-19 into consideration (sighs) and making adaptations to the event as the situation continued to change worldwide. The original plan was to hold separate live events in North America, Europe and Japan, which is our usual format for fan festivals. We were looking into possible venues as early as September 2019. Over in Japan, we were in the middle of preparing to hold the event in Nagoya when COVID-19 began to spread, and we had no choice but to cancel our plans. After the cancellation, we still had to consider all sorts of unanswered questions, such as how we might proceed with the fan festival, or how we could hold a digital event if we decided to switch switch to one. Above all, I found that the hardest part was continually looking for an ideal solution as we tried to adapt to the situation as it changed with each day that passed. Uh... Despite the difficult decisions to delay the ev- oh, so this is Miami. Despite the difficult decision to delay the events and cancel live attendance, players responded to each announcement with heartwarming comments, which I'm sure were a source of motivations for the operations team. How did you go about planning a digital event, something we had never held before? Kato said, uh, we started by looking back at what fan festivals are about. After mulling it over, we concluded that a fan festival should reveal new information, allow players to socialize with each other and developers." Uh, feature unique event experiences and be a celebration packed with all the things with all things Final Fantasy XIV for the duration of the two-day event. In our pursuit to fulfill all of these elements, we decided the event would focus on two main categories: stage event and digital activities. I would just have to say, I understand that there's a bit of a change when you're doing like a fan festival, not with an audience. But it really mm-hmm. isn't that big of a change for the stage stuff, because you're literally, you were already broadcasting it. So the only thing that's different is the digital activities.
2: I think the other thing is just accounting for um, uh, COVID protocol. Oh, of course. In terms of spacing. Well, yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 there's that, of course. Yeah. Um, our typical fan festival venues feature gameplay booths, activities, merchandise, and refreshments and attendees can decide what they would like to do the next day as they watch ongoing stage events. We strove to digitally recreate that two-day experience and brainstorm various ideas within the community team while also consulting the development team and our business affiliates. With their tremendous assistance, we were able to realize all sorts of digital activities such as the Moogle Treasure Festival, uh, limited-time group post frames and stickers, social media campaigns, and a cafe at home. Until the very, we made blue milk, and I made uh-huh. something gross. Uh, until the very end, we were ver- worried whether players would enjoy these ideas as true fan festival activities. However, we looked through the comments and found players who were trying Ayorcia Cafe recipes while viewing stage events, taking screenshots, completing Moogle Treasure Festival content, purchasing all sorts of merchandise. I truly felt that our players were having a blast during the two-day celebration. I'm inclined to believe our digital event was a good first attempt, but also just relieved that it's over with. Laughs. I mentioned reckless demands earlier, and we actually had one of those at the Fan Festival too. Sound director Soken wanted to do the dance from the twinning meme and asked for specific staff members to participate. For some reason, the request was forwarded to me through project manager M, so I had to relay the request to members of the development team, even my boss. I didn't have to dance, so I just kept uh, a straight face as I went around relaying the message. On the other hand, the number of dance rehearsals gradually increased to more than what was originally proposed, which meant we had additional studio fees. As the person overseeing the fan festival budget, I think that was the true reckless demand. Mm. Mm. Uh, okay. Mia uh, uh, Mia asks, based on the excited comments on our social media, on social media and streams, players were obviously having a blast and it was really encouraging for us. We received a lot of encouragement from the original dancer as well true watch that video it's on youtube it's very funny uh on a different note the 14 hour broadcast is taking place this weekend this is also hosted by the community oh sorry this is a uh, this is a little uh dated this interview but uh yeah uh by the community team uh you know what i'm skipping that part okay Mm -hmm. um because we've already watched i mean the event is over so there's no point in teasing it uh, do you have any, uh, wait, hold on. Uh, thank you for the show. Finally, our usual question about, uh, your tools of the trade. Is there anything you can simply, you simply can't work without, carry uh, everywhere with you or find useful? Kato says, something I personally can't work without is the communication platform I use for work, Slack. Uh, as many mm. of us are now working from home, it's become harder for us to have lighthearted conversations among ourselves. In the community team, we've decided to use Slack to chat with each other for everything from casual conversations to work-related discussions. I said that I if wouldn't you, Yeah.
2: If you're looking at the actual page, which we don't we don't have the images on our document. They post the most overwhelming tiny image.
0: Yes, I saw to it. To explain
2: it was... what Slack looks
0: like. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I said that I wouldn't be able to work without Slack, but I believe the most important thing is the communication and connections I've built with other people in our company. I believe we can lightheartedly talk over troublesome topics without meeting in person because we had these connections from before. This is something I value very dearly. Uh, okay. Look at all their channels. Oh, my yes, God. That's a lot. Yeah, I that's know. A this lot. is Yeah. Um. You
1: okay. think Kato saw our blue milk thing?
2: Uh, he would have seen a lot of things. It might have gotten passed on to him at some point. Maybe. I, Someone might I, have
1: posted it. I, I want you to know you're personally responsible for everything that happened with that blue milk. I had whipped cream recently. I could not keep that down. <laughs> I had a little bit of whipped cream on like a little like a, like a frappuccino. I took like one lick and my body just instantly said, mm no. Then had to spit oh, it no out. Oh god,
0: Rollo. You you <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, hey. I get it's not good for you. So that's, that's I guess that's good. <laughs> I I'm,
2: I'm, I'm cutting whipped th- cream out of my life apparently. Wow. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's not a problem for me. I had French toast with whipped cream and ice cream yesterday.
0: I have no problem. I'll I'll drink that straight from the car, from the thing. No problem. Okay,
2: I don't. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of drinking it straight from the can.
0: <laughs> no, and me neither, actually. <laughs> i would probably fucking it What if they saw
2: the omu rice? Too? Oh my! God. <laughs> I hope they've seen that.
0: Oh god. Uh, it would be hard because we cut it in two. I was it was presented poorly uh, during the stream. Well um,
1: thank you, Kato. We had some we had some fun. Mm, mm-hmm. I'd say the the Mughal tombstone event was really good.
2: It was. It was very really good. good. Yeah, I hope yeah.
1: they repeat that again sometime.
2: Mm-hmm. I would say if they do an, if you do another ALZ cafe at home, please don't provide us with another vile recipe
0: like mm-hmm. the blue Yeah. Milk. Blue milk was not great.
1: Or do. You know what? I need to cut out some other stuff out of my life. Trans fats? Let's
2: work on that. I prefer not to. I like Uh. enjoying food. (laughs) Fried foods?
0: (laughs) Maybe they'll have, like, blue trans fat. Just a cube? (laughs) Uh. Just lard?
1: (laughs) Uh.
2: Blue lard.
0: Uh, Delicacy in the Far East. All right.
2: You see, they've 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 contacted me to provide information for a new what is Final Fantasy (laughs) fourteen? What
0: What did I just experience? Was this was this? It's because he brought up
2: because he brought up lard. Oh.
0: I just don't know if we've ever talked about her on Um, (laughs) on the podcast. That was Julia Child. Uh, Julia Child, (laughs) everyone. Um, The Queen of Lard. Um, All right. Uh, Lastly, do you have any parting words for our readers? We know there's a movie about her. We are trying so hard to watch it on movie night with patrons, but no one's voting for it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Um, Do you have any parting words for our readers? Uh, First of all, a big thanks to all of you for playing Final Fantasy XIV. I'd like to continue making Final Fantasy XIV an enjoyable and memorable experience for our players. We're eager to hear what you enjoy about the game or concerns you may have, so please let us know through the official forums, social media, blogs, or other platforms. I had so many battery fresh before this. Pepsi Max Uh, and battery fresh, and I am in burp heaven. I'm sorry. How do you live like this? I don't know. Um, so please let us know no, through the o- through the official forums, social media, <laughs> blogs, or other platforms. Our community team will always be here to lend an ear. So we hope you'll uh, entrust us with relaying your feedback to the development team and producer and director Yoshida. I spoke about uh, spoke about events today, and while I'm not sure how things will go from here on out, I personally hope we have an opportunity to meet you all in person at a live event. We had our trailer playing at full blast during our Fan Festival rehearsal and I wanted to share that experience with all of you. Looking into the empty audience, there were numerous times where I found myself thinking about how things would have been different with everyone there and how we all would have had a great time. It always brings me great joy to see your faces light up in awe and excitement and more than anything I'd like to share those moments together with you in a hall filled to capacity with Final Fantasy XIV players. While I'm unsure when the COVID-19 situation will end or what we'll do for the next fan festival, I hope we have an opportunity to meet with all of you from around the world in real life once again. Yeah. Sincerely I hope
2: s- we will be able to do that for the next fan festival. Boy, it does mm. feel
0: like it's still going to take a while. but yeah. Hey, we-
1: next fan fest, don't put it on the West Coast. I'm tired of this No, shit. keep
0: it
2: on the West Coast. No. It's yes. far away. It's the Maybe closest can- part of America to me. <laughs> That's why. Maybe Texas. Texas would
1: be cool. Austin. I don't want to go. go. Dallas. (laughs) I'd go go to Texas before LA. Fuck that place.
0: Okay, well, that's like... No, it wasn't even in LA, was it? It was in San Diego, wasn't it? That's like... like, worse. Okay, that's like two years away. Let's not (laughs) talk about that right right now. Uh, All right, that is... um, that is the dev blog interview. Now, what's funny about what we're going to talk about now? We're going to talk about the uh, increasing player numbers in fourteen. Um,
1: oh, we're we're so popular. It's
0: it's funny because we talked <laughs> about it last week, and we were like, "Yeah, things are going. You know, arrows are pointing up. Steam, you know, it, things are you know in the up and up." And then, literally, the following day. Fourteen had to stop selling digital copies of Fourteen because it was so. They ran out of keys, wouldn't you know it? We ran out of keys. That's a common problem for this game. <laughs> we don't have enough keys. Uh, there Isn't weren't enough that not numbers. Place the that
2: they ran out of keys.
0: It was the, Isn't it the case? It was because of how it was formatted. The 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 last. There was something about the amount of numbers in the in the serial thing could only go so many. I don't remember exactly what it was. But that was okay. something they talked about, I think. Right?
2: I thought that they, I thought they just <clears throat> stopped selling them because they didn't want an overload of people not being able to get into the game. Oh, there's that too. There's that it's a two. two-parter, huh? <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I believe both <laughs> of them are, are legit. Um, all right, so here we go. This is a uh, story from IGN. Digital copi- co- <laughs> digital copies for Final Fantasy XIV Online Complete Edition were temporarily paused, according to reports online and verified by IGN. While sales have since resumed for Final Fantasy XIV, the pause may have been caused by the MMORPG's exploding popularity. Over the weekend, social media users reported that the Enix store listing for digital, digital PC copies of Final Fantasy XIV online were greyed out and replaced with a waitlist button. Final Fantasy XIV was still under waitlist when IGN checked the store listing this morning, though digital sales have since resumed. Many speculated on the, that the pause in digital sales was a result of Final Fantasy XIV's popularity. And indeed, there is some credence to this theory. Like other MMOs, Final Fantasy XIV has several servers, and the most popular servers are often congested, preventing new players from immediately creating creating new characters there, This isn't to say the servers are full, but that they're at capacity at this time and players can wait uh, for less busy times to join. Last night, reportedly every server was congested, meaning any new player hoping to join a server would be unable to do so. IGN reached out to Square Enix for further details on the situation, but they declined to comment. If the congestion was indeed the case, then pausing digital sales for Final Fantasy XIV makes sense. New players would not be able to immediately get started after downloading their brand new copy of XIV, even if they wanted to. Pausing digital game sales may have been a way to prevent players from logging into Final Fantasy XIV for the first time, only to be turned away because of server capacity. According to Square Enix's own server status page, the congestion has subsided and many of the data center's most populated servers are available again. This may be why the digital sales for XIV have resumed. But whether this is the result of popularity or a technical issue is unclear. Final Fantasy XIV has had a record year breaking its concurrent player records on Steam again... Uh what? Breaking its concurrent player record on Steam and again growing its overall registered player count, popular streamers have also begun making content around Scranix's MMORPG.
2: <clears throat> well, I believe yeah. in chat someone mentioned earlier that it's just today uh, broken through the sixty thousand concurrent players on Steam.
0: Yeah, I I can't even imagine what the the uh, the number like total number of active players mm. is right now because we know we were skirting a million. Just a f- just a few like when Shadowbringers came out, yeah. Uh, so we might be well over that now. Looking at like the extreme influx of players, I mean, it mm. is extreme. Like it f- I think a couple of days after last week's episode, all of the servers were congested on on the Western servers, and that included Europe for a brief moment. Every single mm-hmm. server on Europe. I mean, that very q- clear quickly cleared, but. There was a moment where every fucking server was full or uh, congested. so
1: wild. <laughs> yeah. And this is like, you know, I mean, I'll say this is the best time to play 14 if mm-hmm. you're a new player, of course, because, you know, this is there's nothing to catch up to that like, you're pressed for time. Yeah. But usually we associate this time with kind of like the downswing of like, you know, people mostly don't what they want or they're already caught up. So, yeah. But no, wait, <laughs> because that doesn't matter anymore. No. We're just people are just fucking exploding in this game.
0: <laughs> yeah, and apparently creation of new characters is currently unavailable on all EU servers. That is I haven't I don't think I've I don't think I've ever experienced this in 14. We've had except for like the launch of a Realm Reborn when they literally ran the server of like someone's laptop. Uh but th- In Canada, right? Yeah, in Canada. <laughs> um but yeah, this is unprecedented. And yeah, like we said, this is a patch lull. Like, we're
3: mm-hmm. waiting like for... Like, there's no expansion. new content!
0: No! We have, like, four 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 and a half months left or something before mm-hmm. the the expansion comes out. There's nothing else coming. And there's just mm-hmm. hordes of people uh, joining mm-hmm. the game right now. Um, I well, mean, it's,
2: yeah. it's coincided with a, a supposedly very lacklustre... World of Warcraft Yeah, (laughs) I can't speak to that personally.
0: But it's interesting. I guess we can talk about that in a bit. Well, let's just read uh, Forbes as well, uh, uh, Mm. made an article about this. Um, Final Fantasy XIV is breaking its player count records day after day. Final Fantasy XIV is having what you'd call a bit of a moment. The MMO, long thought as one of the gold standards of fixing your broken release, has risen to become massively popular over the last few years. But for a variety of reasons, the game is currently surging like never before. Back on July 5th, it was reported that Final Fantasy XIV has broken its previous concurrent player count record on Steam of 41,200 players set in June 2019, with 47,000 players. But what has- been... release. What? Oh yeah. No, yeah. no Shadowbringers Shadowbring is re- is. Shadowbring is released, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what hasn't really been reported is that the game has been repeatedly breaking that record a couple of different times since then. Most notably, this past weekend broke the record again in consecutive days with 52,000 players and then 58. That is a massive jump. Uh, And around Mm -hmm. this time, that's when things started to buckle. At a certain point uh, the past few days, Square Enix actually stopped selling digital codes for PlayStation and PC for Final Fantasy XIV. New players were finding it difficult to even make it through character creation without issue. Others were met with login queues not normally seen outside of major expansion release. So what's going on? There were a few different theories, some stemming from the game offering longer free trials than usual, but most are centered around the concept of World of Warcraft refugees. And much of it attributed to just one man in particular. Asmongold,
2: remember when we said we weren't going to talk about them last week.
0: Yeah, well, I we aren't. Uh, the article is the article is, mm. but I think. We might have to touch on this again. Uh, <laughs> after this. Uh, Asmongold is a hugely popular World of Warcraft streamer who, on July 3rd, finally started playing Final Fantasy XIV for the first time after many years. This stream averaged something like 150,000 viewers, and while he was mobbed by fans in-game, he pushed through, and has been consistently playing the game since then. I don't think it's a coincidence that the player count started surging pretty much exactly that day. The records were broken a short while later and continue to be broken now. Asmongold may have been the trigger, but it may be WoW itself driving many players into the arms of an alternative. Blizzard does not release WoW subscription numbers anymore. (laughs) But as a a company, Blizzard has lost 2 million players its last quarter. And in general, Blizzard games are down almost 30% of their players in the last three years. Blizzard maintains WoW is still performing well for them, but we'll... Well, Square Enix says that Final Fantasy XI is still performing well for them, so that doesn't mean anything. (laughs) But we'll see what next quarter brings, as maybe we can track if this Final Fantasy surge really is driven driven by a WoW exodus. Switchovers or not, Asmongold clearly sparked interest in the game, which has snowballed into Final Fantasy XIV, breaking its player count records by close to 50% at this point, Will the next weekend bring even more Shattered Records? We'll know soon enough. And I think that just leads us... I think that leads us into... (sighs) (sighs) All right. So... (sighs) A big surge. There are good... There are mostly good... There, we'll talk about the pros and cons and stuff about all this that's happening because there are cons to this as well. But um, it is... Un- they mentioned Asmongold. <laughs> Let's just get that out of our system again. Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, Asmongold is the... he. What he's doing right now is promoting the game unlike any... Like, no other 14 streamer has been able to do what he's doing right now. Like, he's exposing this game... To wow players, to pl- people who don't really care about 14, like 150,000 people that are, you know, may have had a certain lo- view of 14, uh, are now seeing the one guy who <sighs> helped reinforce those views for so many years, actually enjoying the game, and then they're like, you know what? Maybe I should try. There really there isn't that much to do in WoW right now. I'll try. That's how you get them. Um, this is
2: the kind of free promotion that most companies could only dream of.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. They pay Ninja
2: to do stuff like this.
0: They do. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, we talked about this last week and the week before. Like It is very nice to see him actually enjoy the game. Um, because there was this fear that he wasn't going to enjoy the game. Uh, or he was going to <laughs> purposefully not enjoy the game. None of that happened. He's actually very into I've I've I can't stop watching. Like if I go in there and watch I'm like, "Oh, God. I'm just going to have a quick look." <laughs> 3 hours later I'm like, "Oh, I need to move." Like he cuz he <clears throat> there's something it was very ex- it was very not exciting, but it was um, entertaining to watch him experience the gold saucer for the first time, because it, he um, I thought he's gonna make he's gonna make a fu- make fun of this it's gonna be bad. No, nope. enjoyed it. Loves sleep of faith. <laughs> All about those jumping <laughs> puzzles, um, and he uh, I wish I think he should be glad you can only get mini cackpot pot three times a day because some very <laughs> big red flags for gambling addiction right there mm. <laughs> for the scratch cards um yeah no it's fun uh and he, because he's having fun it's the greatest promotion ever for final Fan, and it's free square enix you're mm. getting it for free um and he's doing coil right now mm-hmm. minimum eye level um yeah <laughs> um i don't know did he did he pass has he passed uh turn nine yet or i believe
2: oh yeah i was gonna ask if he's made it past turn nine.
0: Oh, he's on 11 he's working
2: on turn 11 did okay. he
0: skip oh oh he skipped okay so he's gonna come back to that i'm assuming because uh, n- nail no oh he did not he did. skip sorry well, chat sorry okay so he's on, so he did clear it. Okay, it's so on turn eleven. Okay, and had a he had a
2: 0.1% wipe on turn eleven. That's really unpleasant. I was
0: gonna call you for about two hours. Okay. <laughs> all, all right. Off. All right. Okay. Okay. Fine. I wouldn't have the patience
1: for that as a new player. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah. So it's great, and he's reading the story. We've talked about all this, but it's yeah. But mm-hmm. I will say it's not. Entor- so Asmongold is sort of the um, the last edition. To to everything. Remember, this has been building uh for for mm, I would say months. This like wow, like s- smaller mm-hmm. streamers, wow streamers started like okay, I'm gonna try 14, and then they enjoy it, and then that spread to like those that are a little bigger than them, and then just kept like going and going and going until it started reaching Asmongold to the point where he couldn't ignore mm-hmm. it anymore. That's how well, it's gone. It
2: yeah. was- it was also a result of the seeming content drought between the release of Shadowlands and the first patch of this this expansion for WoW. Yeah. So, like, the reason it was trickling is because people were still... Hot, like, some people were, like, jumping off, but they're also the people who were, like, 9.1 will be good. Yeah. We'll wait till 9.1. Yeah. And, and then... now 9.1 is out, and sadly, people are disappointed with it. Yeah. So...
0: Yeah, we, we we should yeah. Also, let's just make this clear again. Because he's playing fourteen does not mean he's left WoW. Let's just stop no. with that. It's it's not about like leaving one game for for another. This is good because World of Warcraft and Blizzard. We're not going to go into the intricacies of uh, Activision Blizzard right now, but WoW has been very safe for a very long time, and they have just been in this like bubble where they're like this is the bubble that i was always afraid 14 was going to go into because 14 has always been praised like we are always gone oh good job for you 14 can do no wrong um which is kind of what happened to wow and they started making like lackluster systems but it's fine our players will still play the game because sunken cost fallacy and all that shit you so- know yeah.
2: Something that I've heard is that the comparison between WoW and 14 is that 14 is very safe MMO in the sense that it knows what it's doing and it does it well. Yeah. Whereas WoW has been trying to innovate, but unfortunately, a lot of those innovations have not been hitting the community in a way that has been successful. And as a result, they haven't been able to build on them.
1: I feel yeah. like some of the stuff I've seen in WoW, too, particularly, they do like the, <laughs> this is a weird comparison, but kind of like the Pokemon thing where it's like, Okay, every new game, here's a new hit system. Mm-hmm. Here's um, you can pet your Pokemon, yep. your Pokemon will walk behind you. There's Pokemon contest, yeah. All right, next game, there's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. We're we not gonna do that shit ever again. Yep. Don't even because that's what I'm hearing about like the Azurite system and some of the uh upgrade stuff. It's like, oh, yeah. You you upgrade uh, some of uh, some of these skills. Or I think uh, it was something like that. I can't really remember. But then they just kind of abandoned it for a simpler trait system or something. And it's like,
2: oh uh,
0: yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. It's
2: it's hard to iterate on top of the same mm-hmm. thing if yeah. you yeah. Mostly always, when fourteen drops content, it's because it's unpopular.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's true. Um, there's also this whole thing with the the disconnect between devs and players, which. I wasn't even fully aware. As someone who's played WoW up until like level thirty or whatever, I don't have no experience with like how devs treat their players. But from what I have learned is that w- what we have with our devs is not common in World of Warcraft. In World of Warcraft, there, are, there's, there's us and them. In 14, it's more like us. It's just us. Mm-hmm. Um, well
2: that's a result of like how much it was us and them back in one point Yeah. And then they're like, okay, we can't let that happen ever again. It, yeah, so it, we need to make sure that it is all of us together yeah. rather than us doing something and then they will like it.
0: It's interesting to see the parallels to 1.0 and wow <laughs> sometimes because yeah. Um okay, so let's talk about how this Will affect the game because we we so back uh maybe six months ago i think we talked about uh we talk about this we touch on this every now and then like the the death of 14 like when is things going to lo- start winding down like at some point every game reaches a point where it starts to wi- wind down yeah. and it become it goes into maintenance mode essentially mm. uh I feel like we might need to adjust our theory, because we thought, I think we said that we have at least two more expansions before we start seeing the effect of that starting to, like, happening, the fatigue. Um, I don't know about that anymore. If this is a continue, <laughs> It depends on what WoW does next. So this is very healthy, because there's a lot happening in the MMO market, by the way. There's two new MMOs, big MMOs, that are coming out. Um, yeah. Uh, Ashes of Creation and...
1: The uh, raid, the uh, new League world.
0: Of... Uh, oh, and there, there's three. There's another the,
1: one. There's the legal or riot games. I'm so sorry. Yes, riot games riot is games making a one. new MMO. Uh, it's supposedly is gonna be a big
0: thing, right?
1: After, uh, yes. and I do wonder where they're gonna take inspiration from, right? because
0: uh, so, so we have three I, MMOs it, on the horizon. Wow is buckling. 14, which is, I mean, an old horse at this point, but it's now, like, taking its place. The the competition that is about to, like, form is going to be good for all of us. Because now they are, like, they're realizing there's a lot of money in this still which I'm no I know that's horrible to see, I mean but that is how <laughs> this works
2: money that's how companies work yeah. <laughs> companies don't make games out of altruism
0: no <laughs> uh, and now they wow will most likely I mean, there was this survey they released uh, just a few weeks ago where they're like, how likely is it that you will play this game when it comes out? And, like, Endwalker was, like, the only answer or whatever. Uh, and there's like, okay. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Uh, so uh, I think Blizzard is going to try to, like, fix, like, get, get their shit together for the next patch or expansion or whatever they decide to do. And push 14 more. Because now 14 is... There's like hardly any competition for 14 right now. They can just fucking... They're slapping out this massive expansion. So if Ashes of Creation, A New World, and the Riot Games one, and World of Warcraft start getting their shit together, we might start to see, you know, a second renaissance of like the World of Warcraft... Sorry, of the (laughs) MMO market. Um, How will... It's (sighs) weird. It's weird it's really weird to see 14 this uh it's like a realm reborn again i feel like when i see like this huge i see memes on the subreddit that i saw in 2013 because new players are like hey time is a flat
1: circle come on (laughs) they're
0: like hey there was like one recently was like hey the Mog Station logo looks like a bent-over Moogle. Now you can't <laughs> unsee that. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that was funny in 2014. Well, well, <laughs> what was,
1: I Actually, I think I saw one recently, too, that was like that. It was like, mm, touch the, the moist, wet, dank spot yeah.
3: <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. It's so funny. Um, and, yeah, it's very sweet to see people be like, wow, this game is great. Um, so, yeah, it, it's fun and it's, it's, I wonder now, this goes to a darker side now because there's this huge influx of players. How long were they, well, are they going to stay? Because when, because of the new competition that is er- rising, uh, how many people will stick with the game? Uh, wh- is this temporary or are we going to see a big well are we gonna hear the are we gonna hear are we gonna get a new term final fantasy 14 refugees <laughs> <laughs>
1: where would we go Smoltorfer?
0: they have a story i guess well maybe they'll go to new world the Ratches of creation uh um, i don't know i don't they get cold refugees when it's like
2: a land that has no people on it <laughs>
0: <laughs> true i don't know it's It'll be interesting to see how this shapes because there's also we've talked about how the community is very the community of 14 has been very hmm, how am I going to say this in like uh, without sounding like mean we're very <coughs> closed off if that makes sense like up until this whole thing started happening. There, there's a lot of gatekeeping in this community about things. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've already talked about the people that griefed Asmund, but there's also people that just don't like WoW players for no other reason than what they've heard about WoW players This like this idea of the wow player being this toxic dangerous corrupting influence on our it's beautiful shiny pure <laughs> babe that is final fantasy 14 it's
2: n- not even that necessarily that complicated a lot of the time it's genuinely just tribalism of having access to one game or thinking you're only have access to one game and then treating everyone else as the enemy mm-hmm. i mean there is a very clear example of this with the dwarves in fourteen itself.
0: That's true, that's true. But fourteen, the community has not been. There's been, I've seen you on Twitter. I've seen yeah. you. I see. I see you. Uh,
1: People will do that over anything, though. Just... I could give everyone in the Twitch chat right now, <laughs> half of them red shirts, the other one blue shirts, mm. and they'd be like. You know what? Fuck the red shirt, people. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. For no, just, just, just for the sake of, because it's, you know, they have something different. But
0: I, I I just, I've heard, there's, I think one thing that I've, that I read, I think it was on the subreddit, mm-hmm. was that the Novice Network is, uh, Novice Network always been bad, right? It's always mm. been, well, not great, a great place. But people seem to be like targeting like if new players seem to be like from WoW and they ask like a question that seems to be like based on like WoW logic. They
2: use WoW terminology. Yeah,
0: they get.
1: If you slam. call it a tune, I'm kicking you out of the fucking dungeon. Don't I swear to God? Okay. Don't say tune.
0: But see, that's a joke, right? But <laughs> but, but no, seriously, I'm don't fa- don't you fucking call it tune. We call it character here because we are a sophisticated MMO. Anyways, <laughs> don't you fucking call it tune. Um, all right, um, yeah, novice network. Very, and that's so disappointing because there are mentors in there. Well, we know the men purge mentor system. Destroy it. Mm-hmm. Break it up. It's sh- that's where our toxic people are in the mentor system. They have a crown to signify I am toxic. Um, <laughs> uh, so there you go. Uh, uh, I.
1: It- I wouldn't mind if they kind of reworked in the mentor system a little bit. Not like you don't have to make sure everybody in who's a mentor is like super smart and knows everything. Hmm. But I feel like sometimes the requirements just are kind of not enough almost. Yeah. Uh, And that you're also not very incentivized to help people. (laughs) No, no. Like I. I want you to be honest. I want everyone in the chat to be honest. Anyone that comments too. If you're a mentor or ever have been one, have you ever done the mentor roulette? Could you imagine what you could get dumped into if you joined the mentor roulette? Mm. That
2: counts extremes too.
3: Yeah. You could just be I
2: did the. Men- I did the mentor roulette back when I could do it. Yeah. I haven't done some of the latest extremes, so it doesn't let me do it right now. But... I think one way to fix them into a roulette that will never be implemented but it will drive away people because they're too lazy
0: mm-hmm. would
2: be some sort of form that they have to fill out. Oh, that just like I promise to be a good person and <laughs> like stuff like that. There'll be that will drive so many people away from the system because they're like, ah, oh, I have to do things, I have to write something out. <laughs> yeah. Well, no,
1: yeah. I think I think player guidance is really good and mm-hmm. or having a system that encourages that because I also have to be very honest here. If I didn't have like a friend that kind of like taught me what the fuck was going on in 14. Right. When I first started playing, I would have dropped it because mm-hmm. that's what I did the first time I started playing. I'm like, I don't, there's all this what's happening.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Why are these buttons lighting up? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, I'm sure you've experienced it too. If you, ever gotten someone into 14 they have a lot of questions mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of confusing systems yeah. and well, i con- i don't want to say confusing it's just you have to learn how to use it yeah and just how it works in 14 now, it obviously has similar mechanics to other mos but you know it has some ways of doing it so yeah. i i very much think encouraging that more is really good you know what i'd I'd go as far to say maybe there should even be a newbie FC that you can opt into if you'd like, as maybe. in it's a player, some player run FCs that are listed as newbie ones, okay. you know, yeah. um, that are specifically into like,
2: you know, teaching like you. How, or how would you feel to that? Like, are these created by the players? Or are you saying these are sanctioned by the developers? Like half
1: and half. Like maybe you have not, op- there's like an opt in thing, kind of the mentor crown thing, some whatever requirements, you know. Cause this kind of sounds like the novice network.
0: Yeah. They, they,
1: yeah, but it's, it's, it's more, it's smaller because it's not an entire.
0: They <gasps> should have like you know. a rating system for mentors. After each oh, dungeon, oh. you get, you can rate <laughs> oh. them. And if they fall under a certain threshold, they lose the crown. Oh my God. Fuck you. <laughs> like, I mean like obviously that can driver be... <laughs> yeah i don't know the, they, need, they need the bad ones need to be removed but mm. it's hard to do that isn't it because it's so easy to become a mentor in the first place
2: well the, the pro- then the problem is, is that it's one directional like the whole reason that rating uber drivers work is because you also rate the customers
0: yeah well i don't want the mentors rate rating the the sprouts that doesn't make any yeah, sense. I know. That's why I'm saying I They're don't know if this the system would necessarily.
2: Yeah. That's why I'm saying I don't know if this system would necessarily work. Mm. Yeah. Either that, or, it ha- or the ranking system would have the threshold for what is a good mentor would have to be lower than what you would otherwise want it to be, because mm-hmm. there will always be people that will just rank things poorly.
0: It's a, it's a, it doesn't. We can't win. There's no way no. to win with this system um well back let's just look see.
1: for secret mentors like us yeah. We know so much
2: about the game yeah we do not publicly ask, advertise it don't ask me questions <laughs> don't speak to me um i'll say circle backslash and then i'll say it again at the end of the dungeon uh, yes, and that's all yes. you'll ever hear
1: from me is... i'll say i am a new player i don't know i just started this game
0: mm.
1: <laughs> i have max 80s but i, I just started yeah.
0: ignore the crown Ignore the crown. <laughs> um, okay. Um, yeah. So, um, all in all, it's good. We're seeing growth in the in the game. Um, the question, I think, is: Will this continue after Asmongold? Like after the next patch of Wow? What will happen in fourteen? Will we just see like all the? Uh, I'm just trying to be devil's advocate because I've read a lot of doomsday posts on both Twitter and the subreddit about the the sharp increase will eventually flatten or it'll go down, right? Mm. I think we can afford going down a little bit because we were oh, already yeah. like very high in terms of numbers. We're not used to having like more than a million players, you know, active. So the game We've will adapt to it that.
2: For for
0: right, right, <laughs> right. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, I think so I mean, you know, is not a game for everybody. No, so there's lots of people starting out that will be like they'll get to end game, but you know, I don't like it. Yeah. It's totally fine. Yeah. Um, or they'll get to a point of like, I just don't want to play. Mm-hmm. And I think that we will see like a decent decline, um, just for whatever reason, or for maybe a wild wow patch. But in general, I could definitely see numbers being sustainably high with and then eventually maybe falling back into like our our patch cycle of highs and lows, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah. Things will eventually just normalize. It might, maybe the bar yeah. will be higher than before because there's like a higher base now, but yeah, yeah. I, I think it'll be a little bit.
1: You can't, there, I mean, there's no such thing as exponential growth, you know, like right. he, he, got, he has to stop eventually. Right. Right. Um, That's true. But I can definitely see it, you know, as, guys going up for a they, while
0: they have done so much mm-hmm. good with 14 like the 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 meme campaign with the you know have you heard of Mans 14 the free trial extends all the way up to heaven's 14. like that that one good good marketing uh the, the Were we even saying it was good at the time it's not good i mean i hate it but it's good no i know that i persisted. know that but like yeah because i hate it with my whole my whole being uh no i like no. it I always did.
2: I've always liked
1: it. Oh. <laughs> they did not know it was going to be no. going to pop off like it did. No. No. It's just, just random sparks. Yeah.
0: And it just works. So that's good. It's good even if I don't like, you know, the actual meme. Uh, they also had the it's cringe too long. It's yeah, a long meme. yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the ads more than I like the meme. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm quite in the minority in that.
0: Though. Yeah. The the ad the ads where it spawned from the fucking. The, yes, yeah.
1: I did like the ads. I like the destiny. <laughs> oh. I like the ones like you can play Final Fantasy. fourteen? Mm. With a Sinian,
2: <laughs> <He's Yeah. there. laughs> who doesn't have hummus? Is that yeah. what she says?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, no, she says uh, uh, sauerkraut or something, right? So sa-
2: it was something that not everyone has. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think
0: it was sauerkraut. Because I think I commented like you don't need to keep sauerkraut in the fridge. Because I, of course. Nordic know well, all about sauerkraut up here um, <laughs> <laughs> um, right so um uh yeah there you go uh good times ahead for 14 um, um, take care of the new players be nice eat
1: some rice eat
0: some rice and don't get upset because that we're getting new players because that is bizarre. <laughs> oh, there is definitely
1: gonna be some growing pains in the DF oh, I yeah I mm-hmm i wouldn't be surprised the surface level ones is like terminology mm-hmm. or it's like we just use different words for the same thing because yeah. it's just the culture of the community and how things you know grew um and maybe some like general attitude
0: ones right yeah
1: my people might butt some heads i mean i mm-hmm. i wouldn't because I don't say anything. In chat. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm been... a good little boy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> there has been an increase of people going past level thirty without getting job crystals. If you see that, don't bully them. Just inform them nicely. You tell that them. That yeah, they, tell they, them. they might need to go investigate this.
0: But if they uh, then, but if they I... tell you I play the game the way I want, you have permission <laughs> to to yeah, you have
2: permission to, to, to them. vote kick them.
0: Yeah uh okay right that's um that's that anything else hopefully, to add? yeah
2: hopefully Asmongold's theory is correct in that because of the tone of the story it, will, it influences the kind the behavior of the people in the game such yes. that they are more forgiving of mistakes and mm-hmm. things like that
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um right okay uh once again good luck Asmongold on whatever you're doing right now is <laughs> what is he doing turn 11 Kalia? Kalia?
2: No, turn... Turn yeah, 11. Yeah, Kalia is turn 11.
0: Yeah. T- yeah. Uh, all right, uh, let's move on to... Uh, he's about to clear it, so congratulations. Um, mm, so he's oh. about to get up to
2: Phoenix. Mm. Okay. I would say spoilers, but the game spoils that for you if you're a summoner.
0: Mm, true. All right, let's jump into some Mogmail. Uh, we actually have time for at least one, so uh, oh. here we go. Oh, sh... Whoa. now this is from nova nocturne from Twintania. tanya did we read this uh i don't remember uh hello speakers when you made a review of bosia content compared to eureka contents rollo made an interesting point on how the zone feels more alive so to speak i agree I would like to offer a fun imagination challenge. Eureka feels very dead aside from the base camp. For good reason. Obviously, there aren't many things alive since it was jettisoned into the Ethereal Sea. But what if it had similar fates or notorious monsters in Eureka's case to Bosia? Imagine walking along Pagos and there was a fate where a group of explorers, unique NPCs with lore, came across a vilekin ghost creature with a mysterious garb that they recognized to be students uh, of Baldessian garb. It summons the monster and we defeat it. The ghost pops again in another location, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Storyline galore. I hope they do this in a next adventure for a and without the war aspect. Imagine exploring another region like this. That's, that's actually, yeah, uh, yeah I would like.
1: that. I'd like that a lot, honestly.
2: I, th- I, I th- th- yeah, it's more interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they've, they've stumbled, not stumbled. They've come across the formula that works for adventuring forays yeah. yes. moving forward. Yeah. They could tune it just a little mm. bit,
1: but you know what? They got it. Yeah, I, I like it, and I think it's been. A, well, apparently, not the story was well received, according <laughs> to some people, which is or, crazy to me.
2: Yeah. He said that some people said it was their favorite, and some people said it was the worst thing that 14 has ever done. Yeah. So there's there's a, wow. there's a scale. No, what I a, don't agree with that. What a scale. No,
1: um, but I mean, there's the mechanics though, and the actual bosses and seas and. I, for the most part, I think collecting notes is interesting uh, content that you can do after you finished everything as well. Yeah. yeah, um, to a little bit of continuation, keeping it lively, mm-hmm. and the weekly quest too. Yeah, good idea.
0: The the field notes would have been great in like stuff like Pegos because there was a lot of like remember Cass was it Cassie was that its name the big marble. The only like lore you got from Cassie was from like from actual being in the event with the text on the side and from the minion, I think, or the earrings. But having just like a field note on Cassie would be so much better because you could read everything. Um,
2: Then you're getting close to a B-serie log at that point. (laughs) Well, we almost have that. Yeah, we almost. I know.
1: So it's like... It, we have a series of major NPCs. Yeah. Which is,
3: mm-hmm.
0: just,
1: yeah. It, it's fucking essays, which are super cool. <laughs>
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah. If
1: you haven't read a lot of them, go back and do that. No, There's a lot of cool you stuff. You will
2: continue to. You will continue to get your law from triple triad cards, and you will no! like it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh yeah, when you're going into Basia, huh? Uh, I mean, when you're when you going to Eureka to get those cards? Yeah.
2: Get that explore. <laughs> Tuesday, this Tuesday, Rollo. Shut oh, up. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: so yeah, I, I also that was a, a point with pa- Pagos, was that it was very dead. Like it's very felt... I mean, Pagos sucks. Pagos, I don't even know if they... Even if you added all this stuff to Pagos, I don't know if it would save it. Because there were other issues with that. flying to Pagos. I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh,
2: the vast majority of people in Eureka zones just did nothing while they waited for other people to do all the work.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but we did! Go back and look at our old streams of Eureka. Yeah. We
1: just chilled and said some of the weirdest stuff we've ever said while mm. streaming. And that that's what Eureka does to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Those were good times, but also just the times, not the content. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> not we, what we were, We had yeah. We made
1: it fun for ourselves. <laughs> yes,
0: we had we were forced to do that. Um okay. Uh, thank you, um, uh, Nova Nocturne. I think that's a very yeah. good idea, and I think we will see that in the next one that we get. It would be nice to get a peaceful, peaceful-er, you, more, pe- more peaceful zone. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, do you yeah, yeah.
2: think we will get one, that, what, what, do you think we'll get more than two Adventuring 4-Eyes next time, or do you think that like that's the balance that they mm. want to achieve from now on?
3: <sighs>
1: if we're
2: um, getting... Two forays, two
1: in foray raids, uh, and then one instance raid. I think that's a pretty good balance. Yeah, if it's spread out well enough. But preferably, I prefer three.
2: I would hope that it doesn't start with the point three patch. Yeah. I mean, technically, this started with the point two patch, but there was no. That was only a solo instance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we did get the EX trial. That is true.
0: <clears throat> That's true. Um, the, yeah. I, the, it's a good point you mentioned that there's. we also have, like, the, the cast room or the, the last raid thing at the end, which we didn't yeah, get mean. in Eureka until the final one. So there's mm-hmm. there's that as well, yeah. So I think two with I'm, that works.
2: I think I said this. I might not have said this in a podcast. But I wish, like, some of the non-adventuring 4A content was as difficult. As some of the content inside the adventuring Mm -hmm. forays i would like content that is as difficult as the Dowriada or lax latore without the penalty of losing metal yeah
0: yeah i agree i
2: I definitely hope they take
1: some lessons from all this because i i really do think that um they want to spice things up a little bit and some other content and they can definitely steal some Mm -hmm. ideas from here and build on
0: that yeah
2: yeah, like having different parties do different things.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Um, okay, thank you, Nova Nocturne. Uh, we can probably get, do one more. Okay. It's from Faris Jantor, Ragnarok. <clears throat> hey, speakers. I know you're a bit behind on Mogmail and are getting uh, all caught up, so I understand if this has already mm-hmm. happened, Slash, feel free to skip. Hope this doesn't get uh, to you uh, to you too late. With Stormblood only two weeks out, are you looking forward to fully exploring Al Amigo? I we think may have this may least, have been at the bottom of the the pile. It's
1: a little dust on there. Is that yeah, mold I on think this? That's a
0: little mold. moldy. Mm. Mm. Well um, Faris, I believe the answer, uh, we answered that question uh, two or three, um, four years ago. Uh, mm. So.
2: You might be wondering who I am, actually.
0: Yeah. F- Farris
2: from the we past. Have a,
0: we have a lot to explain. Well, actually, no. Well,
2: all, eh, all,
1: <laughs> none of us would be here save except for <laughs> you. Oh <laughs> my god, for, you're
0: right. For, yeah. Well. Things have changed a lot since you sent this <laughs> Mogmail, <Ferris. laughs> Uh All right, let's, we can probably, let's squeeze an- another one in then. From Freykin from Lamia. Uh, hey, new viewer here. Been really enjoying going through the backlog of content. I was wondering if they wanted to revamp Battle Leave Quest for Endwalker. No. How do you think they could successfully do so? In addition, no. I've loved off-topic <laughs> content recently, such as house hunting. <laughs> Y'all are great. Thank you, Freken. Um, <laughs> that's a question that I love. I never thought I'd actually get. I lo-
2: <laughs> mm, <sighs> I, well, also, the house hunting is going to be very confusing to people that don't watch the Twitch Sometimes
0: channel. we look at houses and dilapidated houses in Norway. It's a strange <laughs> thing. Um, We're trying to make
1: a commune you know
0: yeah yeah <laughs> uh, so um, leave quests battle re- leave quest friend worker so I've, I keep saying this you don't mm-hmm. have to do a lot to make leave quests good because leave quests are essentially duty content that you can customize <laughs> like it's it's you can pick up a quest that you can repeat right that's mm-hmm. that's essentially what it is and then you get rewards the problem they they made, or the issue, the the, the the mistake they made with leave quests was that they didn't inc- make the rewards worth it. Um, it. And essentially, I believe they just reused leave quests from 1.0. Like, that's, even for Heavensward, I think that's essentially what they did. They made a couple of new ones as well. Um, but they were, like, very... Um, They weren't that interesting. But what's interesting Mm. about leave quests is that you have this, imagine a duty quest that you do in the MSQ. That's what a leave quest should be. You should be able to pick up a leave quest, go out in the wild, go to the, the place that you want, initiate the leave quest, trigger the event, and now you can do it have leave linking on, your friends can join, you're now doing this duty together, and then it'll scale based on how many people are a part of the leave, and then it'll increase the rewards based on the amount of people participating. That's how you solve it. Great for leveling back in 1.0 when <laughs> leaves were actually the only thing you know that was in the game. Do that, solved.
1: All right. Yeah. Here's my million dollar idea for leaves, right? We're going to fix it. We're gonna make it better. All right. So there's gonna be a new daily timer currency thing. Like how well you know have like we have a set amount of leave quests, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna make a d- separate one so it doesn't inter- interact with the old ones at all, so we don't complain about it. So you make a new one. You get five ex leave mm-hmm. quests a Whoa. day, right? Okay. Those are your dailies for mm-hmm. leave quests, right? And for the most part, they could be pretty similar to the older ones. Um, in the sense that usually it might be kill or pacify targets, but maybe you could, like, mix it up and have it different for each role, as in, like, maybe tanks have to just, I don't know, get aggro on a target and defend mm-hmm. something. DPS can just be the kill ones if they want or right. something. Yeah. And then healers can be, you know, heal target oh. or something. While Sleep some target.
3: <laughs> Sleep.
1: yeah, see? Yeah. But the rewards, right? Now, easy one. Give them some tomes, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone loves tomes. If you do tomes, people will usually do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, two, increase the XP a lot.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Because
1: you're getting five daily. Make it almost like the beast tribes
3: mm-hmm.
1: in terms of like well, current beast tribes, like a, like the um uh what's the battle one for Shadowbringers? Uh Pixies. oh, Pixies. Yeah, pixies pixies in, terms of, in terms of XP. And it's still not too crazy because you only get about five or so a day. So people aren't power leveling off of it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, three. Make this the only way um, people who don't craft or gather to get maps. So
0: ooh, that's so a that, good ooh. idea. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So
1: you do you pick up your five one of them will always give you a guaranteed map.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. And
1: then you uh, maybe you have to change it so it's only one. I think ma- what, maps I are think like once th- a day th- or
3: I w- weekly. I don't remember. Uh, it's once a, once a
2: day. I would. Okay. I would also make this uh, only three. I think five is three? too many. Three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, I, I think, think five is gets to a point to that it's the market it's too a little. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 <laughs> but you can only get one from this entire set of or however many you get. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, yeah, you'd have three, and then like one of them would give you a map, and the other two would have other rewards. Yeah. Like, yeah, Possibly, it would be another way to get like whatever the equivalent of. You could also add like the chance to get the equivalent of bi gems for Endwalker. Mm, true. Because yeah. yeah. right now the only way you can do that is fights. Yeah. And that gets yeah. a very tiresome.
0: So, so you mentioned that this would be like five additional leave quests. I would just, I would just say lower the leave quest limit to five and then that will be five a day and then they regenerate five every day so you the limit is five otherwise who's gonna is, do the other ones
2: that that <laughs> will affect the ne- that'll affect the past ones
0: too much yeah oh yeah you're right them. they already exist that's true so well, well you could you could just not add that to the existing like who's gonna do oh that's, we need them for leveling you're right yeah. So will you be so able like I said... to go to the Drowning Wench and get the five extreme leaves for like level 15?
2: No, because they would May... be in the new zone. Yeah, it's exclusively new zone stuff. Oh,
0: that's okay. Okay, I see. Yeah. So We're not
2: like... retroactively adding this to all the old expansions. Mm-hmm.
0: And they're EX leaves. Right. So they're, they're What about expansions leaves. that don't have leaves, like Stormblood?
2: Well, you know,
1: we'll. They saw the old leaf system. We're we're making new stuff. If they want to retroactively, this do it, is that's a thing. this is but new
2: but content. Saying... We're not. Okay. We're not We're, we're not retrofitting <laughs> this for the old game. Yeah, that's that's too much work. <laughs>
0: okay. I thought maybe we were fixing the whole system so that because if you're playing yeah. the whole game without ever touching, like knowing that the leaf quests is, exist, knowing that they're shit, yeah. how do you know that they're suddenly good in the new expansion?
2: Well, you would have like a quest that leads you in that direction. There are already quests. They in the do Robot that with...
0: that lead you to it, and it tells you they're yeah, shit. Yeah,
1: but we I going to get to unlock well, EX leaves well, this, now. Oh, well, we'll yeah, EX what, leaves. Give you an example. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, this reminds me of the system that was in 1.0, the um, uh, fucking faction leave quests. So they can just mm-hmm. call, call them that. They can just... Yeah. Th- there you go. Now you're using in-game mm. lore for it as well. So we fixed it. Yeah. Faction leave quests. Uh, and then each location can have, be for different factions. It's kind of like the bicolor gems. Uh, yeah. you'll, uh, you'll accumulate points... For each faction, and then you can purchase shit with those points. Bring back
1: million a million dollar idea. Some. Free. Kind of
0: That's just sound- free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Kind of just sounds like we're making uh, another beast tribe at this point.
0: <laughs> it kind of does, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: the global beast tribe of this expansion. But
0: it, but it, it's it kind of it. But I think Leave Quest has that unique thing where you can, at least originally, where you could. You could do it with others. It's like a protected fate. Mm-hmm. Like you can go in, you spawn it. Other people that don't have that leave active or in your party, they can't damage anything. They can't progress your your leave quest. So you you have your own well, private see, instance. This
2: is this is where it would be a benefit as well. Where like if this is one besides if this was the only way to get like uh called as chat said earlier tricolor gems mm-hmm. besides fates. We're so creative you, if you can. If you leave link with other people, that's the way you can get more yeah. tricolor gems beyond what you, the three you would get for the day.
0: And yeah. if you're, if we're going to be truly 1.0, leave linking will only affect, affect the person, like, like the leave allowance will only affect the one person initiating it. So if you're three yeah. people, exactly. you now have 15. Nine. Oh, sorry, we have not, so only three. Sorry, so nine. Uh, well, yeah.
2: okay, Rollers, Rollers was five. I just think, I just, I just, too I just, just one thought. Day.
0: Oh, yeah, that depends on the rewards, I guess, but maybe... Th- yeah, but th- that, that
2: could easily well, be Well, three or five,
0: no. depending on the how what the rewards are. Yeah. Uh, suddenly you have, you know, three times. I feel like
2: I wouldn't want to do 40 in one day.
0: No, <laughs> no that's true. Um, yeah, there you go. I think we've solved it. So, Yoshi-P, yeah. how much are we going to charge for that? 15,000? Um, <laughs> you know what? 20.
1: First one's free. Okay. Second one will cost you. <laughs>
0: DM us. All right. Um, that's it, everyone. Uh, <laughs> thank you, uh, Freken. Uh, I hope you uh, are still watching. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Same time, same place. Tomorrow is Sunday Funday. Uh, next week, minimum eye level. Make sure you send in suggestions on the form that we posted earlier. If yes. you're watching on demand, link is in the description. Um Remember to follow on Twitter at SpeakersXLV, twitch.tv slash speakers of youtube.com slash exclamation, Discord, in chat. If you want to join our Discord server, if you're watching on demand, link is in the description. If you're watching live right now, uh post show will begin shortly. We'll see you there. Uh, if not, see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. 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 just listened to an episode of Speakers of Eidolon, produced by Speakers Network. Producer for this episode was Lukil Bravestone. Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy XIV is a registered trademark of Square Enix Holding Company Limited. If you would like to support the show, consider pledging to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash speakersxiv, or buy some merch at teespring.com slash stores slash speakersxiv. Link to both of these sites, as well as our Discord server, is provided in the episode description. Thank you for listening to this Speakers Network production.